0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The Norfolk Southern train conductor killed in Cleveland yesterday, 46-year-old Louis Schuster, was on the outside of the train when it was hit by a dump truck. ONN's Lydia Aspara has more. Schuster was outside the train when he was hit and later died at the scene. John Hyatt is a railway expert. And are in a position where they're on a step, if possible. If not, then they're just hanging on this ladder, riding the car, probably with a radio, so they can have contact with this engineer. Schuster, according to his union brothers, was a caring co worker. As an Army veteran, he looked out for all his fellow service members. He was caring for his elderly parents and the proud father of a 16-year-old son. Lydia Sparra in Cleveland. Yesterday's deadly crash in Cleveland is just the latest in a string of high-profile accidents involving the rail company in Ohio, and lawmakers want to know why. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. This incident comes just three days after a Norfolk Southern train crashed in Clark County and more than a month after that toxic train derailment in East Palestine. Cleanup still underway at both sites. And coming up Thursday, Norfolk Southern CEO is expected to testify before the Senate. I asked Ohio Senator J.D. Vance what lawmakers hope to achieve at that hearing. I want the, the CEO to actually be truthful with us about where his railway failed, about where the federal EPA has failed. We need to know the truth so that we can prevent this stuff in the future. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Federal transportation officials announced yesterday they want to get a closer look at the Norfolk Southern Rail Company. ONN's Christy Paul explains. The National Transportation Safety Board has announced that it is opening a special investigation into Norfolk Southern. That investigation will specifically focus on the company's organization and safety culture. They have also asked for employee input. I'm Christy Paul. East Palestine residents impacted by the toxic Norfolk Southern train derailment will be given an opportunity to have their questions answered by the Environmental Protection Agency tomorrow. ONN's Betsy Kling in Cleveland has more. The EPA plans to host a resource fair on Thursday. Residents will be given the opportunity to ask questions about the train derailment. The event will take place from 6 to 9 at the high school gym. Federal, state, and local agency officials will all be there helping to answer questions. I'm Betsy Kling. In northwest Ohio, a former Maumee-based pediatrician had his medical license permanently revoked by the Ohio State Medical Board. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has the story. Dr. Gary Gladio's license was revoked in February by the Ohio State Medical Board. Gladio was cited last year for multiple issues with a patient exam and failing to document the prescribing of a controlled substance. You may remember Dr. Gladio made national news when he was cited in October of 1997 for having sex with at least six of his patients' mothers. He argued he shouldn't be punished because he wasn't sleeping with his patients. His license was suspended for two years. Years when board members argued his actions had emotional impacts on his patients. I'm Amanda Faye. Police in Streetsboro, northeast of Akron, say there have been at least three sextortion cases in recent months in which an adult tricks a teen into sending explicit photos, then demands money to keep them private. A few days ago, Tamia and Timothy Woods lost their only child, 17-year-old James, to suicide. We have to say these babies, I don't want nobody to feel how I feel right now. It's overwhelming, you know, to see so many people that he touched. It's a good thing. It it makes me feel like I did something right. James was described by loved ones as a gifted runner who excelled in cross-country and track. Counselors and social workers were sent to his school to support students and staff. In his State of the State address last month, Governor Mike DeWine proposed a state income tax deduction of $2,500 per child. But a policy analyst at a think tank says for some people it means absolutely nothing. ONN's Dave James explains. Governor DeWine says the proposal is to help families in Ohio, but Guillermo Bervigio with Policy Matters Ohio says... basically pay income taxes gets nothing from this policy. That means anybody below $26,000 yearly income makes nothing from this. As your income goes up, you get more from that deduction. So the people who need it the least get the most. A single parent of one child with a $40,000 income would see just a $69 tax break. Dave James on WNN News. Nobel laureate Tony Morrison, who was born and raised in Lorraine, is now forever immortalized on a stamp honoring the prolific writer, editor, scholar, and mentor. ONN's Tracy Townsend reports. Princeton University hosted a series of events yesterday featuring multiple guest speakers, including former President Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey, and the Librarian of Congress, Carla Hayden. The series of events opened with a recording of Morrison reciting words from her 1992 novel, Jazz. Morrison's family was also in attendance to commemorate the work of the former Princeton professor who taught at the university for almost two decades. Morrison died nearly four years ago at the age of 88. I'm Tracy Townsend. Yesterday, head coach Ryan Day held the first spring practice for the Ohio State football team. With two-year starter C.J. Stroud off to the NFL in the draft next month, ONN's Adam King in Columbus has more on who may be the next Buckeye quarterback. And just like that, the first practice of spring is done, and it comes with a lot of questions, but none bigger than who will be under center this fall. Our first chance to see Devin Brown and Kyle McCord go back to back. Ryan Day said, "The one thing he's looking for so early on here is that he wants to see a quarterback lead. He wants to see which one of these guys steps up in the locker room to take control of this offense." I'm Adam King. And a pet from Northeast Ohio is in the running to be featured in the iconic Next Cadbury Bunny TV ad for the 2023 Easter season. Bodie is a rabbit from Pepper Pike that was rescued from a, quote, really bad home where it lost an ear. Voting is open on the Cadbury website until Tuesday, March 14th. Ohio has won the commercial competition twice in recent years. Last year, Annie Rose, an English doodle from Cincinnati, was the champion. In 2020, a two-legged dog named Lieutenant Dan from the Cincinnati suburb of New Richmond was the winner. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett.